Welcome back to the MicroConf podcast. I'm your host, Rob Walling. This is a MicroConf refresh episode where we look back at one of the best talks from the past decade of MicroConf. Today's talk is from Ruben Gomez. It's the AppSumo treasure trove, where he and I talk through his experience running an AppSumo deal with his startup. It's called DocSketch at the time, is now renamed to SignWell. And this is from MicroConf Remote that we ran back in March of 2021. That event focused on early stage SaaS marketing approaches. And this is one of several talks that we'll be looking at in the coming weeks. As a reminder, we are running in-person microconfs this month. And today, as this episode goes live, we are running microconf local in Portland, Oregon. Hop on Twitter and follow hashtag microconf to see what's up there and experience large amounts of FOMO, which is what I'd be experiencing if I wasn't able to attend. And then next Wednesday, if you can make it to MicroConf Local in Boston, I believe we do have a couple tickets left. A week after that, September 29th, MicroConf Local in Austin, Texas. And the week after that, we are in Croatia, lovely Dubrovnik, Croatia. We do still have a few tickets left to each of the events. Head to microconf.com and look for our in-person events link right above the fold, and you can uh, get your ticket, and I hope to see you there. And with that, let's dive into the AppSumo treasure trove with Ruben Gomez. So we're going to kick the day off with a talk from Ruben Gomez, conversation between he and I about his AppSumo deal. Ruben is such a, he's such a good um, framework thinker. He's so deliberate with his decisions that, uh, you know, I really, really wanted him to be part of MicroConf Remote and to talk about how, um, really how he decided to do an AppSumo deal. We talk about maybe when to think about not doing an AppSumo deal. And then he goes through all the numbers, the revenue, the number of signups, number of support requests. It really wound up being good. I think we will dive in. So let me welcome Ruben Gomez from both BidSketch and now these days he's focused on DocSketch, his electronic signature app. And let's roll. Ruben Gomez, thank you so much for joining me here today at MicroConf Remote. Happy to be here. Thanks. So for folks who don't know, you are a multi-time SaaS founder. You still have BidSketch, which is proposal software. And then DocSketch is what you're working on these days. And that is electronic signature app. So folks you know, who have used DocuSign or HelloSign will have a pretty good idea of what DocSketch. Obviously, you have some differentiators from, from those tools, but that's, that's the gist. Yep, uh, exactly right. And you ran an AppSumo deal. Um, when was it? So I was looking at that. It was uh, May 2019, so almost two okay. years. Okay, a couple years ago, yep. And um, what's been cool is you've been super transparent with um, a lot of the stuff around that AppSumo deal. And probably most importantly, rather than, I mean, we're going to cover all the numbers and the ins and outs, but you've been transparent with your thought process of, when you should consider what you, you know, the pros and the cons, and here are things I might do differently. And, you know, you and I spoke on Startups for the Rest of Us about it, and then you've actually given some advice to, you know, some mutual friends that that you and I have, some tiny seed batchmates as well, when they are considering AppSumo deals, you know, what to, what to think through. And so that's really what we want to capture today is the thought process of, you know, things to think about, what it actually looked like for you, you know, how many signups did you receive in what amount of time, what were the support, what was the support burn like, how did you handle that, and, and how much money you made. A lifetime app sumo deal. So this is your decision process and kind of some things that you think about, uh, you know, and assuming, um, I know you've, you and I have both done 
uh, multiple AppSumo deals, I believe. So what are your criteria and what, what's your thought process around this? Yeah, I've uh, done two with BitSketch and one with DocSketch. So I was already pretty comfortable with doing AppSumo deals. Um, I, there were a few things that I had to think through and, uh, and I ended up researching just to make sure that it was the right thing for DocSketch. Uh, but AppSumo has changed a lot. So it's much more a community and uh, there are just certain aspects that are a much bigger deal than they used to be. So um, nowadays, I mean, the main thing that I looked at was uh, what are we going to get out of it versus what could we, you know, what could end up hurting us long term or, you know, be tough for us to deal uh, with long term. Um, obviously, the money, when I talked to AppSumo, they, they told me that on average, so this has changed too, you make more money on the AppSumo deals now, nowadays, which is pretty cool. Um, I guess their list is bigger and they go for a longer period of time. So they said that um, for us, based, you know, it depends on how much you're charging for the deal. Uh, it's pretty standard what you get uh, for, for each. I think I was 30%, but nowadays they're doing 25% or something like that. And then it can change uh, after that. But it was basically turned out to be about twenty to fifty thousand was the average deal, you know, in That's revenue based off based off. They didn't give me uh, that number in revenue. They just gave me the, gave me the number in buys. And based off of like what we would be charging in our cut and all that stuff, that's around what I figured, okay, if we, you know, fall in that average, we'll, we'll get something like that. And that is net revenue to you. Right. Correct. That totally. number. Right. Yep. Uh, then the other thing that we were thinking about was just like, of course, the reach. They have a really big list. Uh, there's a lot of buzz going on when you're doing the deal. A lot of people see, see the deal, see your product. They try it out. Um, you know, helps word of mouth, helps other marketing efforts, things like that. Um, exposure also to to other segments. And we have a very horizontal product. So we'd been talking to a lot of different segments in the market. Talked a little bit to real estate, more business uh, offices like accountants, lawyers, things like that. The Their deal really just brought everybody from all sorts of industries. Uh, so that was really interesting and actually way more useful than I thought it was going to be. So that was that was one of the good things. The the bad and the re the reason why a lot of people don't want to do the deal, and I wouldn't even say it's bad as long as you're thinking about it the right way, is just life. It's a lifetime deal. They pay once and then that's it. So then support for a lifetime, right? The best way that I that I've learned to think about that is just to think of those as free users. So if you're okay with doing having free users or doing a free plan for a short period of time, uh, but keeping those users around, then um, then you'll probably be okay. And that means that there's there isn't a high cost to support these users. So uh, that's a that's a really big deal. You don't want it to be super high touch, right? You get 3,000 people that you have to onboard uh, and you have to set up these calls to onboard them properly or else they're going to have a really bad experience. Um, ongoing support is really low. So, you know, it's it's not costing you money in some other way, you know, support or for every uh, like core action that they take for us, it's sending documents and getting those signed. There is a tiny, tiny, tiny cost there because we use uh, some third parties to help with that. But it's uh, totally okay because we have a viral component. And that's another thing that could be really useful. If you have a viral component, then the more people use it, that's why a freemium plan works really well for us, the better it is. Even without without um, a free plan or 
even without the, the viral component, like it's still uh, the word of mouth that you can get from that, the buzz and all that stuff can be worth it. So I wouldn't say that it's uh, necessary, but we weighed all that out and just decided that it was a good, good, good thing for us to do. Right. So it sounds like you, some of your pros are you do get an influx of cash and for a bootstrapped or mostly bootstrapped company, you know, netting 20 to 50 grand for four weeks of, of work, it can, it can allow you to hire someone. It can allow you to invest in ads or whatever. Right. Um, so there's, there's a benefit there. The exposure both to the AppSumo audience and also to the broader world can bring in, it can, it can give you uh, backlinks for SEO. It can also bring in, I mean, in my experience, there were folks who signed up outside of the AppSumo deal during this time that I really they couldn't attribute, like just the direct traffic went up. I'm not sure if that's still the case these days. Was didn't, that your experience? didn't really happen for us on, uh, on uh, DocSketch. We did launch shortly after that. I mean, closed it back down, but uh, definitely less of an effect with BitSketch. That, that happened. That a was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, in it sounds like in thinking about it, um, if your if your app has heavy onboarding at the front, or maybe a long time for people to get value out of it, and and they're either expensive to onboard or support, or there's an incremental cost. And of course, I always bring up the example of of Drip, where every email we sent was a particular cost, and onboarding, you know, to truly onboard into a marketing automation platform is pretty time intensive. So the drip would probably have been a less, uh, drip is marketing automation software, obviously, um, would have perhaps been a less ideal candidate than DocSketch. Yep. Yeah, I would have, uh, if I had a product like drip, it would have been really tough to do a deal, I think, because it's you You have to think of it the same way as doing freemium, right? Like you did, you, you did freemium, I think after the acquisition, right? Yep. Because... There's a lot to it. If you're yeah, do it was too expensive to do, yeah. do up front. Cool. So then talk to me about um, preparing for 800,000 people to check, check out your deal. How do you even mentally go about that? Yeah, that was, um, that was the list, size of the list at the time. And I know that they trimmed the list and all that stuff. So I don't know, you know if it's more now, but uh, there's it's a lot of people checking out your deal, signing up, you know, uh, looking for support. So uh, one of the things that I did was just research, just, you know, it was a much bigger list than, than I used to. And so I wanted to get a feel for what the deals were like. And I talked to other founders that had done deals. You introduced me to, to somebody from uh, Lead Pages uh, who had done a deal. I reached out to people in the AppSumo Slack. They invite you to a Slack so you could just, you know, uh, direct message people. And what I did was just look at, uh, SaaS tools that were kind of similar, as as similar as they can be to you know to our tool, because uh, I figured that they might have a more similar uh, experience that they could share. So I learned a lot that way. That was cool. And then I just looked at. I asked the AppSumo uh, team, "What are some deals that went really well?" Uh, they gave me a like three, and I just checked the comments, the reviews, like uh, try to figure out what they were doing that was different than the other ones, compared them to the other ones. I found things like they were just more responsive. Their uh, the answers to the questions and to the uh, feature requests were better. Uh, you know, so I just like stole a little bit from you know uh, what little bit of everything that I just liked. So I was doing the research. The AppSumo community um, does tend to favor certain things a lot too. Like um, white labeling is a really big thing for them. And one person told me beforehand too. Um, they open it up 
for a few days to people, to uh, customers, AppSumo customers that pay for like a special tier or something like that. And uh, one of those uh, people was really useful. She gave me um, some links to Facebook groups. That was another thing that I did. Uh, I, I uh, joined some Facebook groups of people that like to buy these deals and uh, there, there are several of them and they have a lot of people in there and they do talk. And when your deal is going on, you want to go be in there answering mm -hmm. questions and all that stuff. Uh, it's helpful because they do drive a lot know. of buys. Yeah. 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 That's not something I would have, I would have thought about. I hired somebody part-time for support because it was going to be a lot of, a lot of support. And we were still kind of, it's super early. We we're building out features um, in, in digging up some of the like numbers and all that stuff for this um, and looking at some of the comments. I really, there was something that I saw in there that I, I didn't, I was like, what is this right? Uh, it was uh, that we were missing like the audit page feature. So we were super basic at that point when we, when we did the deal uh, and people were like, they don't even have, a, <laughs> they don't even have like, you know, blah, 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 this stuff. And I'm like, that can't be right. What's my answer to that? And I was just like, oh, it's coming, blah, blah, you know, I was like, whoa, we didn't even have that. Um, but I was just kind of looking to see uh, and trying to figure out like, what are some of our answers going to be? Um, so I, so um, when the time came and I have all these different um, questions to answer, I'm not trying to trying to think uh, on the spot. You know, you have to do that a little bit, but I'm, I'm basically better able to come up with, with some answers that, that uh, people like. The first day I told the person um, not to answer any of the questions, uh, at least for the first part of the day, and what I did was just go in there myself and answered a whole bunch of questions because I didn't really know exactly what they were gonna ask. Uh, but that helped this person see how I was answering those questions. And then I just told her like, Hey, when you feel comfortable and you, when you see when, how I'm answering, go ahead and start answering some of those questions. Then I just took a bunch of those questions, put them in a Google doc, nothing fancy, just copy paste with my answers and then did like a really quick, like FAQ and added to it. And, uh, over the next couple of days after that, she was just able to answer, you know, most of the questions, almost all of them. Um, I still went in there and, and you know, uh, answered questions myself. So that was that was one thing. The other thing for the support stuff is that a lot of people worry that they'll do a deal and um, they'll get support and it'll just be never <laughs> never ending, right? And so you can see here on the yeah yeah you can see here the definitely there was a big spike, but then it, after the deal like it just goes down and there's definitely more support before, uh, after than before. That's because we weren't, you know, we weren't launched yet before. Uh, but it's nothing crazy. It's completely manageable. Um, but it does go back to, I think one of the things that, that I hadn't, uh, when I talk, when I've spoken to people before about doing the AppSumo deal that I hadn't until recently thought too much about was like the mindset part of it. Not until uh, somebody who's, thinking about doing the deal um, uh, sort of brought up as a factor for them. And basically, if you're going to have, if if mentally you have a tough time with somebody, let's say two years later, still using the product and uh, sending in support, then you're going to have a tough time with this. 
Um, right. As long it's as you're going to bother you, it's going to be a nagging yeah. thing of like you see an AppSumo or you yeah. see a support request come in, you know they're an AppSumo customer by whatever means, yep. and you're saying if that's going to bother you every time you see it, maybe it's not maybe it's not worth doing, right? Yeah, because yep. you get life's too short. Yeah, um, as long as you frame it right. Uh, whenever I see that coming in, it's like okay, these are people who are incentivized to recommend us to they're using the product they're exposing other people to the product uh so i i'm totally okay with it and i don't have mm -hmm. a problem with that right and again i think of them as free same as free users right and that is something that we didn't call out earlier but you do have that oh you called it out but i didn't call it out specifically is you do have that viral component where your electronic signature. So every person that uses it, whether they're free or not, or only paid once, they are, if they're using it, they're sending out these document requests. And so other people are being exposed and that can spread the word. And that's a, yeah. another thing. It's just a way of thinking this. about it. I know somebody that has right. a product that's very similar, that has a viral component. Um, mm -hmm. And they did a deal uh, a while back and they regret it because yeah. they think of it because it just, they think of it differently yeah. and it bugs them. Reviews are really important. You start to get uh, reviews on the AppSumo page and other people look at those to sort of decide whether or not they're going to buy just like anything, right? And we basically had to help make those reviews better. We had an automation uh, on day two um, for anybody that that uh, had an AppSumo coupon that they redeemed in their account. On, on the second day, we sent out an email that basically just said that, uh, you know, we're a small team out of Portland, Oregon. We're uh, excited about, uh, you know, them signing up, improving the product for them. And one of the ways they can help make the product better is by helping us grow. Uh, and uh, one of the ways that that happens is, you know, they basically just uh, help us with reviews on, on AppSumo. So uh, we did that and that helped move that score up there. We did that for not the entire time, but we did that for a little bit. And I wanted to use, uh, you know, like they're most excited, people that are buying this deal right when they sign up. So I wanted to you to like use that to also help us on the review on other review sites, not just AppSumo. So uh, like Captera, G2 Crowd, um, just changed the link and changed a little bit of the wording uh, after after like a few days and had them sort of like go back and forth between the different sites and contribute reviews there, which has been uh, really helpful for us. The revenue was 41145 from this. Uh, almost 2,800 buys. So 2,799 people bought. And uh, interestingly enough, there were 292 refunds. Uh, so two, the 2,800 number is after the refunds, right? Um, hmm. So it was like 3,100 3, total buys. Is that right? Yep. yep. Or Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so that's a forty-one thousand is always. For some reason, I always think you made like thirty-two or thirty-five. I don't yeah, know I, that number I, in my head. I but. thought so too. I I've actually said that, but then uh, I dug up the numbers and it was forty-one thousand. Forty grand. I mean, so that's not. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a that's not a bad take for this. Um, and so, why do you think? I mean, that's like ten percent, ten percent refunds. Do you know if that's normal? I think it's it kind of it's kind of normal. Um, I think it's also a little bit high. Um, 
I think it's normal to, to see a higher, that's the way that I'd say it. It's uh, normal to see a higher refund rate than what you would normally expect from people who, you know, buy your product because a lot of people just want to, um, they'll buy without even really evaluating your product. Right. They'll buy, they buy then, then they log they in. Go, and then, yeah, yeah. And they think, and so we had a couple of things that were confusing people. Some people thought that we were like a contract generation sort of tool. Mm. So yeah. that, uh, and that was just some of the wording, uh, just seeing the link on our nav that just said contract templates. So some people would go there and like, oh, okay, they offer contracts. Um, and some of the wording on one of the first emails that went out to the apps, which, you know, on, and on the landing page, we changed that to clarify. So I think uh, that was partly causing that. Also, we were just super early, right? We didn't have some of the basic features. So yeah, I, th I think um, people can expect uh, some refunds, but maybe not this many. Yep. Very cool. And so I think in conclusion, yay or nay? Like, are you happy? Do you have regrets? You got yeah, no, the deal? No, it's, uh, I'm really happy that we did the deal. It helped, uh, you know, on several fronts, like a little bit of revenue. It helped uh, on the marketing side, just exposure, uh, customer development. Um, really on, on, we and we earned uh we got some big bigger deals that we wouldn't have i know for sure we wouldn't have gotten if we uh outside of this just bigger teams uh signing up so it's super useful very cool i know appsumo and, and again we're not saying you should do an appsumo deal but obviously it worked for you and we tried to point out some pros and cons of some folks out there maybe maybe shouldn't do it i know appsumo is is booked out several months, because uh, I know a couple other people still talk, you know, also talking to them about deals. Um, but certainly easy enough to, to reach out to AppSumo if you feel like this, if you're watching this and feel like it's of interest. Ruben, man, thanks so much for coming on the show and, uh, you know, sharing your knowledge, dropping the wisdom and sharing all the numbers. I'm, I'm sure there are some folks in the, uh, in the audience here today that will get a lot of value out of it. Cool. Uh, happy to share. Thank you. Thanks again to Ruben for uh, for joining us today. And if you have any questions for me um, about Ruben's AppSumo deal or any of the numbers or thinking through it, you can you know post it. I'm, I'm looking at the MicroConf Remote channel over here in Slack. Um, is it is it bad that I kind of wanted producer Xander to run that video at 1.5x? I really here's what I want to do. I want to do like a virtual summit, and I want to call it the 1.5x summit. Because if you're gonna have stuff pre-recorded again, I, I'm I'm poking a little fun at, at some of the other summits I've been part of. But if you can have it pre-recorded anyways, why not get a little more information per minute? So um, if there are no questions, then I will torture you with jokes and force you to ask questions. So uh, one joke example: Why shouldn't you take a broken spear into a fight? It's pointless. Yep, that that's about as good as it gets there, y'all. Um, can you imagine if one day Microsoft acquired WeWork and named it Microsoft Office? I think Mike may have invented that one. Okay, oh, look, this is great. We have a question. Someone someone says, I give up. So Deep asks, are AppSumo deals good for B2C apps too? And yeah, if you look, the cool part is you can go to AppSumo.com and you can sift through um, all the deals. They don't just have one deal. They used to be an exclusive kind of deal a day type thing. Uh, but now they have a whole marketplace of them. And you can flip through, um, and and you know their list is is it's aspiring entrepreneurs, and it's like Ruben said, it's people who run 
you know, uh, who are realtors. So like very VSMBs, like very small businesses, very small to medium businesses. Um, and so there, I, there are folks who, you know, uh, to-do list apps or um, things that would normally be thought of as kind of really broad B2C that I think can work there. Um, I think if you have a, a B2C app that's also in a niche, I think that's a tougher sell. But the best thing to do is to reach out to AppSumo. Like they have staff there who can evaluate and they've been doing this now for, I think the first AppSumo deal was, it had to be 10 years ago because I remember it. So Noah Kagan found, started this and um, the first AppSumo deal we listed in in our online membership site at the time, it was called Micropreneur Academy. And I think like 20% or 25% of the purchases came from from our, our listener base, or our, I'm sorry, our membership base, which was really the precursor of MicroConf itself. Uh, and so he and I got on the phone early on and that had to have been, you know, probably a decade ago or so. Uh, Justin Kistner asks, are there ways to limit the downside risk of a lifetime subscription? I mean, yes, there are. There's there's a real, there's a needle you have to thread here because you can't just, like the AppSumo, bo both the AppSumo folks who work there, um, and we're actually going to hear from from uh, Chris in a minute. He's He he works at AppSumo and he's going to talk us through some of the nuances of this. But there's both the folks who work at AppSumo and also the people who are buying the deals are, are they're pretty savvy, right? And they know, they've seen people try to kind of get around, to skirt around it and be like, well, this is the AppSumo plan and we're not going to add any new features to the AppSumo plan. And that's not going to fly because you're going to make people mad. Or um, we're going to like severely limit this, you know, this plan to where the, the app is not almost not usable. So I don't think you want to go down that road. I think the thing to think about is if you do have any type of viral component or if you can build that in a powered by link, anything like that, um, to have into your lower price plans in your AppSumo deal. I think that's a big win. I think uh, if you if your app by its nature does have um, a cost with each new person that signs up, that's probably, that's a pretty tough sell for me. You know, I, I just don't know that there's a way to work around that. Uh, as Ruben said, and as I've, I've heard from a few other folks who've, who've done these deals is there is a lot of support up front for the month and maybe for a week or two after, and then it, it really does die down. So unless you feel like A, you're going to cannibalize a lot of your revenue or B, there's going to be a lot of either ongoing support or cost. I, I do think this is something that's, um, you know, it, 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 it can work for a lot of apps that are in that position. It uh, looks like there's one more person typing. And then, so I'm going to talk a little bit about, oh yeah, so after, um, oh, there'll be some, let's see, microspace conversations in pods A and B. Uh, pod A is going to have your most successful marketing campaign. And pod B is share your SaaS, use the screen share function to give a short demo of your product. And so as as we wrap up here, there's there's an optional session with, uh, I'm about to intro him, uh, Chris Scheltze. And I believe Gennady Batrakov is supposed to join him as well. He's the founder of Blogly. And Chris works for AppSumo. So he's going to have a conversation, behind the scenes conversation about AppSumo and how it works, showcase the platform. And uh, that'll be here, you know, it'll stream on YouTube. Even if you don't have the all access, um, you'll see that in just a minute. Yeah, cool. And then uh, John Galding from Trot.2, he posted, he said, there's also a good startup. So the rest of his episode where Ruben, uh, Rob talked to Ruben about the deal. It's episode 456. Um, and so uh, that's something you can also dig into if you want to hear more. All right. What did users get? Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's some questions producers Anders passing me. Uh, what did users get in the deal? Was it for a fixed period of time? So with with I, I believe most AppSumo deals now are lifetime deals, and 
the users got a lifetime, you know, the the cheapest plant pricing tier uh, of of DocSketch, I believe is what it was. And then Trevor asked, what percentage of people became active users versus unused accounts, thinking about services you pay for and how the cost ratio plays out with active inactive AppSumo users? I don't actually know that number, to be honest. I was throw tossing this around hypothetically with another founder the other day who's evaluating whether or not to do one. Um, and I was guessing, I was like, I think on the low end, you probably get 20 to 30% active. And on the very high end, it feels to me like it's maybe a 60, you know, 60%. Like I can't imagine more than 60, 70% of AppSumo deals actually becoming active. I mean, how many AppSumo deals do I have that I've, I've activated so that the, the, um, coupon code or whatever, you know, the AppSumo code works and I get it. And then I just, I haven't actually used it. So I know I'm uh, I'm one of those folks who's who's guilty about that. What is small, too early, or too pre-product market fit for this approach? What is too small, too early? That's, I mean, that's a good question for Chris, who's about to come on, to be honest. Um, but in my opinion, yeah, if you don't have some people using it, like if you have zero users, I would not go to an AppSumo deal because you're going to run into scaling issues really quickly. Um, I would want to be at minimum in early access. And frankly, they they like you to be launched. Like they don't want you to be, uh, what's it called? Just under, you know, enter your email and get an invite. Like invite, they don't want you in invite only mode um, to, be, to be running with this. So, all right. Uh... Cool, cool. Did you allow AppSumo to bid on your branded keywords for ad spend? Also, did you have them no index the deal page? We're launching in April 8th. We're launching April 8th. Um, I don't actually know about that. That's an interesting question. And I think that maybe maybe that's one that you can ask Chris if that's a common thing because I haven't, um, you know, the AppSumo deal runs for a matter of weeks, right? It's like three or four weeks. So I guess they could bid on the branded term during that time. But uh, to me, it's all it's all a negotiation, right? It's saying, hey, I want to include this in, in the, the contract or else figure out what's a deal breaker for you and, and talk to them about it. Thank you again for joining me this week. If you haven't shared the MicroConf podcast on Twitter or LinkedIn, I'd really appreciate it. You know, we're, we're putting this out to help refresh your memory, to help give you audio education, to help you succeed building your business faster. And we want to help ambitious, bootstrapped, and mostly bootstrapped startups who want freedom, purpose, and relationships. And the more people who who know and hear about this podcast and MicroConf and everything we're putting out into the world, the better it gets for all of us because the ecosystem gets larger. You know, starting Tiny Seed, which is the first startup accelerator designed for SaaS bootstrappers, it's an arm of MicroConf. That never could have happened 10 years ago, I'll say. We just The ecosystem wasn't there. We didn't have enough folks that it would be worth raising a fund. But the more people get into this, the more benefits we all have. And we can have things like MicroConf Locals, like the MicroConf Podcast, like MicroConf On Air, like the State of Independent SaaS, like the SaaS Podcast Awards, like Tiny Seed. You know, all of these things happen because you are involved. And the more folks we can get involved, the better it becomes for all of us. So I'd really appreciate a share if you're able. And we'll be back in your earbuds again next week.